Progret Racing presents show us your tips looking towards the, uh, what will it be, 20th of February, something like that, 19th of February, 2021. Group 1 racing again, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes headlines, Flemington and some good racing at Rose Hill as well. Viva, what's going on? Oh, mate, just, uh, you know how it is, uh, getting through the week. Uh, I do know how it is. To get towards... Yes, just looking to get towards the weekend and hopefully find some winners for the punters. Uh, we kick off at Flemington where we'll start there with the Group 1 feature on the card with the rail true, track good, all looks good for some uh, A-grade Flemington stuff. We kick off with a 2,000 metre benchmark 84 and how are you going to start us off? Yeah, interesting affair here. Um, got the... Uh, Sydney Invader here in Crystal Pegasus, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the Crystal Pegasus in this. Um, as you as you know, um, quite often the Sydney horses coming to Melbourne uh, show their dominance, and Crystal Pegasus comes to comes to uh, Flemington here with some good runs under its belt. Um, it was a really strong win last start, um, uh, and yeah. Just you won by about half a length over Casino Kid, but they gapped the rest, and um, yeah, it was very good fresh as well. So I think um, two thousand meters suits at Flemington and should be hard to beat here. Um, main danger, Tiger Tiger. I think it can run well as well. It's got some really good form, and uh, and the double figure odds is a knockout chance. Crystal Pegasus stood out like a sore thumb here, um, bringing the winning Sydney form down to a pretty average race. I know Tiger Tiger has been winning, but. Felt like that's weaker stuff. You've nailed it on the head it there. J-Mac, uh, Waller, 2,000 metres, as I said, is its ideal distance. Um, and I think the price is more than fair. Happy to start the day that way. Race two is a mile benchmark 84. I'm happy to keep going with the day with the favourite here, Tuvalu. He um, had a bit of a temperature a couple of weeks back. has been safe for this. Uh, lines up in a... This is a midweek race, let's be honest. Uh, Gentleman Roy... Obvious danger will roll along on pace, but I think this is a better than midweek horse, and uh, we'll win this and go into better stuff. What are you thinking here? Uh, nothing much else to add there, mate. Uh, looks a good horse, and I expect it to be winning this fairly comfortably. Race three is a benchmark 78 for the girls, and this is a little bit trickier. Any thoughts? Yeah, don't know. It is. Too much trickier. I think there's only two two chances here. Um, Johnson, American Angel. I don't uh, I don't see too many dangers outside of that. Um, Johnson's last two runs have been uh, impressive to say the least. Uh, winning form is good form. Uh, it's won its first three. I think it continues on its winning way. Um, main danger, American Angel. And then outside of that, I don't see too many dangers. I think Groovy Kind of Love will probably run tomorrow night. Um, and therefore, yeah, it'll be down to those two. I'm actually flipping around to um, American Angel as a horse I haven't necessarily been a fan of, but now it's put a couple together. I think it's got racing quite well, and uh, fits in here. Yon's stepping up in grade. I wasn't quite sure what to make of that last win. It was obviously tough there, but um, again, another step in grade is a concern, so going with the tried and true, and I thought uh, for your early quarters and like any other one I'd look at would be sentimental rolling along on pace coming up from uh, coming down from Sydney as well. But um, two main chances there, I agree with you in regards to that. The listed two-year-old Talendert Stakes is race four, over the 1,100 metres. 
Uh, given the time, I struggled to um, really stamp anything here. I did like the trial of Zenzella down the bottom. That's found J-Mac on debut and uh, might go right an each-way price there, but uh, didn't have a great deal of confidence. We'll obviously know more as we do generally with these two-year-olds afterwards, Beaver, but have you any standing out to you? No, I was a bit the same as you, mate. This is pretty hard to line up. The ones that have had a start or two, um, not overly enthused on their runs, and there's a few first starters here as well. So, look, I was um, a bit unsure on this race, so I just left it alone. No, fair enough. Race five is the 1,400-metre vanity for Group 3 for the Phillies. Where I am, um, actually, I, I like this race. I've got Socialist on top. Uh, I think it's coming from some slightly better stuff. Down here, gets Jamie Carr. It's got a, a nice blending gate there from gate nine uh, at Flemington. And uh, I was just happy to pen everything coming through the Manush race. And so it sort of left me with that. And the main danger resuming Barbed Raider, who did some good stuff last prep. Uh, they were the main two I looked at. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I just reversed him, mate. Um, I like Barb Raider. I think it can run well fresh. I thought its form last preparation was pretty good. Um, yeah, and I, I suspect that it's uh, primed and ready to run a really good race here and uh, looks to get the right track into the race. Gate six, I think, suits, and, yeah, I, I'm going with Barb Raider. Cool. Quite kicks off with the CSA Stakes Group 3 for the boys over 1,400 metres. This is a good race. I think. Mm. Uh, have you, how have you lined them all up? Yeah, it's a really good race. So I like this race. There's some horses uh, resuming here. A uh, couple have had one or two starts. I've gone for Forgot You uh, resuming. I thought the trial was outstanding. Um, I think that this will this will come back a much bigger and better horse this time in. Um, and I think it can run well fresh. Obviously, I'll be looking for much further than this. But I think Flemington Straight, 1,400 first up is a potentially uh, good target, so I think it can run well. Um, I thought Pesquero was a good run last start as well. Um, thought it was impressive enough, and I thought it could be run a really nice race as well, so I wouldn't rule it out. They're sort of the two that I had on top, um, and obviously I wouldn't uh, wouldn't want to turn anyone off Captivon if they did like it. I think it'll be much better improved from from its first up run, but I uh, forgot you on top for me, but uh, Pesquero and Captivant, I am concerned about. You took the words out of my mouth. I don't have much more to add. Forgot you on top. I think the 950 is just a bet, an easy bet to have too each way. Uh, I love the gate here at Flemington. It's going to blend into this race. It did. It Some of those wins at the Valley last prep were amazing. Uh, forget about the Derby run, just didn't run the distance, but everything else last it did last prep was great. It's going to... Uh, being this race up to its eyes and happy to, as I said, I'd back this in uh, one of the Randwick features down the road. So uh, it's on top for me. And, uh, yeah, you covered the other chance. Prescaro lightly raced and, well, Pinstripe was nice last time. I think maybe a bit short and not entirely sure what it beat either. So I uh, forgot you. Easy, easy bet to have. Uh, for me, the feature, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes over the 1,000 metres, wait for age up the straight, uh, nature Strip favourite, first up, Jamie Carr, what are you doing? Wow, what a race. Um, it's, a, it's a real cracker here. It's uh, just, I was just trying to work out how this race is going to be run and won. Um, I think that might be a bit slick for Mask Crusader, uh, first up over the 1,000. 
I know the straight track might be okay, but I just it'll be it'll be zooming home. Um, but uh, I think the others might be a little bit too quick. Obviously, Profiteer is probably going to go quite quick um, and probably lead these. I think Nature Strip probably just gets off its back and sits outside it or just behind it with Eduardo. Look, I got to go Nature Strip. Um, uh, it's the the fastest horse uh, and the classiest horse here, uh, not by a long stretch, but um, certainly if it's if it's right to go, um, it's hard to beat, and uh, I think it's decent odds for that. Uh, but uh, Eduardo, we know how good it is. It'll chase hard, and uh, Mask Crusade, it can be flying home. Yeah, I've got an H-trip on top as well. It did, uh, obviously, Eduardo beat it fresh last <coughs> time, but that was over the 1,100, and... Each strip had some bigger goals down the line. I think it gets a perfect city. I mean, talking about the way the way you think it'd be run, I think Profiteer and Eduardo go straight to the front, and each trip just gets a camp on it. And uh, thousand meters is perfect, fresh, and I think they'll dominate the race. I think those three will be the first in line and first across the line. Um, oh, not Profiteer will drop off, and one of the other ones will get it. But uh, there are snipers' chances here. Uh, Gitra didn't have a great prep last time Interesting if that's fresh Home Affairs, I'm not quite sure what all that means At form, so I was against it as well But um, yeah, Nature Strip on top And pretty comfortable this time Race 8 is The Elms Handicap Over 1400 metre, listed race A uh, couple of our favourites here uh, I think they're the two chances uh, Elephant, 650, easy bet to have uh, At the each way price there did some good stuff last time, ending in the Crystal Mile, uh, and slight dropping grade here. Uh, we'll be in the finish with Mr. Brightside, who's very honest, and obviously put together the picket fence last prep. Uh, just missing in the Cantala, but um, I think they're the two, and just putting Elephant on top. Uh, maybe more out of love than any sound analysis there, but only two chances for me. What have you done? Yeah, I've done exactly the same way here. I think Elephant um, is going to be very hard to beat first up. Uh, I think it had probably formed through slightly more difficult races than Mr. Brightside. But, you know, Mr. Brightside's packed with plenty of potential. Um, but I thought Elephant might just get over the top of it at the end, suited by the Flemington Strait, and might just be a bit too good for Mr. Brightside. Uh, but another good race, and uh, certainly other chances. I, I think... Um, I'd also be happy to spec King Magnus at around the $15 mm. mark. I think it can probably get a sit and, and be hard to hold out as well. Yeah, uh, onto the All-Star Mile, I believe, after this. 1,200-metre uh, benchmark, 84 finishes the day. Uh, how are you wrapping it up? Yeah, I think uh, the Garden can bounce back into the winning stall here. I think it's going to be super hard to beat in this race. I think it gets the right run. Uh, I think I'll be suited by the, the straight down the... The Flemington Strait here, uh, 1,200, has that run under its belt. It'll be fitter for this and uh, very hard to beat. Yeah, uh, same. Uh, finishing with the Garden, hard to beat. Very nice race for it. It'll bounce, should be able to roll on its own pace and uh, you know, take off when it needs to. I thought the one over the odds is Gold Spark. Uh, not just, We'll see how that gate has been up the uh, gate one up the straight has been for the day, but might be one for your quaddies. Apart from that, yeah, couldn't get too enthused about the rest of it. Um, I think this is a nice horse. Uh, second up will be much better. So, Garden on top for me. For progroupracing.com.au. Actually, do you want to do your quaddie? 
Progret Racing to come to you. Yeah, I can do a quality for you, mate. For Flemington on Lightning Stakes. I'll do the Progret Racing quality. Yep. Uh, first leg, having number one, Captivant. Number two, Forgot You. Number four, Zethos. Number seven, Pinstripe. And number 11, Pescara. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make sure we stay in early doors. Uh, as we get to the next race, I'm going number one, Nature Strip. Number two, Eduardo. And number three, Mars Crusader. I think the winner will come from one of those three. Yeah. When we get to the third leg, I'm going to go number one, Elephant. Number five, Groundswell. Number six, King Magnus. Number eight, Mr. Brightside. And number 10, Grand Slam. And to finish off, I'm going to go number three, Pioneer River. Number eight, Gold Spark. And number 10, The Garden. Very good. Uh, and your best in value wire at it. Yeah, my best bet of the day comes up in race number nine, number 10, The Garden. And my value pick of the day comes up in race six, number two, Forgot You. My values forgot you as well. I'm with you there. And my best will start the day. We'll top and tail the day. I'll make my best Crystal Pegasus in the 2,000 metre race to start the day there. Let's head up to Rose Hill where we've just had a bit of a storm through Sydney. But uh, I believe it's soft at the moment. A bit of rain around. So keep an eye on that and see how it plays as I just adjust my notes uh with the tray the rail is in the true though so uh hopefully plays fair enough for now potentially off the fence um depending how we're going with the weather uh kicks off with the highway 1400 meters anything here uh nothing for me there mate. and race two 1100 meter benchmark 94 anything here uh yeah, race two. Um, I've gone. This is a good little race. It is a good um, little race. I think there's a few chance in in this race. Uh, any of the top four can win, uh, but rule of law is just going really good at the moment. Just keeps finding ways of winning and getting to the post. And I think it's um, hard to beat. Uh, main danger, Gravina. I think it's it always jump out of the ground. Um, one of those horses hard to catch, but uh, could run over and fresh. I really like the way Rule of Law last start was able to just tag and um, go past him. It, the last couple of starts, actually, it hasn't had to control and lead, which has been good. Uh, I think it's the same setup here off Mr. Mosaic, and I think it they might not go that quickly, and it'll get the first shot and might be the only shot it needs. So Rule of Law on top, uh, scared of both blue colours, actually. I think they can both run well, but uh, very good race, potentially. I'm pretty glad it's not in the early quarter because I'd probably end up throwing out, uh, all of them in bar one, but uh, Rule of Law on top for me. The Midway benchmark 72 over the 1500 metres that I'm just looking at, I hadn't seen this market yet. I wasn't sure to do with that last Midway, where most of these come through, so I just put it in a bin and went to Misery Doble at 17 bucks, Reese Jones on top uh, coming, coming through some decent uh, Metro stuff in the past is nice and honest and uh, might give you a sight here. I, as I said, didn't really know what to do with the rest of them. Have you got any better clarity? 
Look, I, um, I'm, I'm sticking with military expert. Uh, reason being is we're pretty keen on it, on it first up. Yes. Um, and it did disappoint, but uh, hoping that's just the first up blues. And I'm hoping that, uh, look, it strips a bit fitter for this. And I think, um, yeah, hopefully might even jump on, jump to the lead here and that might uh, help it out. And uh, hopefully it can be rated well, but I'm willing to give it one more chance um, before jumping off. Um, it's a military expert for me. Yeah, fair call. Uh, race four is the Millie Fox for 1,300 metres here. Uh, I have, uh, I'm with the market order. Uh, expat on top, I think it's a nice horse. I think it gets pretty good control of this race, actually, just looking through this. And um, it will be very hard to run down. Terrified of Crone, who's put in two good runs, uh, both starts his prep. I feel like dry might have been better for it. I think uh, the wet, I know it's got some wet winds, but I've just got a feeling it's better on the dry. Uh, so expat on top gets a nice setup here. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I tend to agree with you. I think expat looks hard to beat here. He's going to jump straight to the front. 55 kilos is weighted well. Uh, certainly going to give him something to catch. And 1,300 at Rose Hill um, up front, if it's suited, you know, there is at times uh, very much suited by the front runners. And if that's the case here, they won't be catching expat. Race five, eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. Clash with some good, some good lightly raced horses here. Uh, what have you done? Yeah, it's a it's a tricky race. A couple of sort of pretty close in the market here. It'll, you know, I think there's a bit of a betting duel between Abel Willie and Nazertium, um, who's had three from three. I'm I'm willing. To, I, I want to go for Abel Willie. I'm going to give okay. Willie a chance to to redeem itself. I thought it's. Um, its return was pretty good, um, albeit it uh, just fell short uh, as a as a $3 favourite. Um, I think it can improve on that run and I think uh, can get over the top of these in the end. I don't necessarily uh, always do this, obviously, but uh, I'm going to go with Nasturtium. Uh, I thought, I just think it's been winning in second gear. It was pretty soft at Canterbury. I think it might have more to show. It's going to roll forward here and uh, give them something to chase. Tim Clark on top is the man you want to be doing that, so happy to be with it. Uh, obviously, you just spoke well about Abel Willie, so not going to spend too much more time on this, uh, apart from maybe for someone like Fox Fighter might be one for your early quarters if you're looking a bit wider, but uh, interested to see what it's got in town. Uh, looking forward to it. Race six is the Silver Slipper for the girls, where, well, what have you done here? What have you done with all these uh, two-year-old fillies? I mean, pretty hard to go past the favourite, to be honest, Queen of the Ball. I kind of looked for something to beat it, but then I'm I'm looking back here and I'm going, it's beaten Revolutionary Miss by four lengths. Yeah. Um, who came out and was ultra impressive and went to Melbourne. So they took it to Melbourne and was super impressive. So you've got it on that basis. you just got to assume that this is a good horse. Um, otherwise... You know, because Revolutionary Miss was outstanding um, and took care of him easily in Melbourne, and that looked to be a fairly good quality field. Um, outside of that, looking at some of these horses' form, they're a bit bit mixed and um, they're really hard to line up. So based on that, I'm actually surprised Queen of the Ball is probably not a little bit shorter, to be honest. Uh, it, because it was that biased leaders track, I would suggest would be the, the main concern there. Um yeah. So but this could be this could be as well. Exactly. So we'll wait and see. Um 
more I think about it, the more I'm a little bit scared of it. But uh, of it being that way, uh, I thought Sothera's debut was quite good. Uh, and and Lady Laguna has trialled well since. Yes. Uh, and I think that Lady Laguna might be a, a proper contender. So at the each way, I'm more comfortable backing Scythera in this race than maybe Queen of the Ball just for those lead-up concerns. But uh, you, you've summed it up very well. It'd be the only other chance I'd really look at when it comes to betting. So um, 15 from 13 for me. Quaddy kicks off with the Parramatta Cup where I've got no idea. I tried. I looked at this. Uh, I ended up putting too much to bear on top. A bit concerned about gate one, but uh, it means probably be more forward from the Waller camp. Uh, going well this prep, uh, and I like of the lightweight chances. It's the one he's put McAvoy on, which I'm just reading between lines, suggesting might be his best chance. But when you've got whatever it is, seven Wallers and uh, and Tonte first up, who's a definite chance. I, you know, how are you supposed to tip in these? Uh, did you have anything better? <laughs> Yeah, I'll tip for you, mate. Um, I've got no compromise. I thought the first two runs this spell have been pretty good. It has uh, been. I think yeah, getting I've, out to I've the 1900. I think getting out to the 900 is perfect now. I think it's ready for this. Um, soft track at the handles. Look, it, uh, it ran home quite nicely by a couple of lengths behind Frosty Rocks last start. And when Frosty Rocks led all the way at Ramwick. Um, and, and first up was pretty good as well. That uh, was at length behind some decent horses in special reward and through the cracks. Um, prior to that, it uh, was pretty good in some good class races behind, um, I think it ran what, third in the Newcastle Cup behind Great House and was only a couple of lengths behind Montefilia um, as well mm-hmm. in a race where Antante finished second, which is why I've also thought Antante is a really big chance in this. First up at 1,900, I'm assuming Waterhouse has it ready. Um, if it gets the right run sort of up front or just off the pace, it could be the knockout chance. But I'd, both are 650, I'd be backing both of those. Mm. When I first looked at the race, Antonte was the first horse that you saw, obviously because number one, but also the one logically took my eye as, uh, as you know, getting favours and um, perhaps being the best horse, to be honest. Uh, race eight is the Hobartville Stakes for the three-year-olds. We see Animo second up. We see Converge second up. Uh, what are you doing with both of those two, and as well as the other ten in the field? Ah, oh, look, I think you got to at this point in time stick with Animo. Um, again, I think out to the fourteen hundred now. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's going to be super hard to beat in this, and again. It's going to go on to bigger and better things. This prep, it's really probably got to show um, its quality in this race. Dollar seventy-five, I think, is probably the right price. Yeah, it was a fantastic return given the way the track played that day, uh, and I think they were quite public about how he wasn't quite ready yet. Uh, much better here, like the setup. Uh, it's performed on the, a soft track and obviously in the Cox Plate, uh, so it, um, yeah. It's on top from Converge, who I mentioned earlier, who was another great return behind Paul Lille. So they're the main two. Uh, looking down the rest of it, yeah, they're the main two. Let's move on. Race nine, benchmark 100 over the 1,400, uh, and I had no idea. Yeah, look, I've, I've landed on uh, Giannis in this uh, okay. from the Wallace Stable, written by McAvoy. I know the form doesn't look great. 
0.009, but it didn't win the start before that. Um, well, at Kembla, but it's been racing in some really good company races. Um, and I just think, you know, it's, I think mostly group one races last start behind the likes of Animos and in the Congo and Animos race. And then prior to that, it beat Tiger of Malay um, at Kembla Grange. And I think that's pretty, you know, they're good quality horses for a field like this. So I think if it's... Uh, if it can get back anywhere near its best form, it can run an almighty race here. Uh, so Giannis on top for me. Yep, fair call. I think I actually gave it a chance in that Paulie race a couple of weeks back. Uh, so it was inconclusive. We finished the day with a benchmark 78, 1400 metres, where Dajran was ultra impressive on its Australian debut at Warwick Farm. The wet might be a concern being a Frankel, but uh, look, I've got it on top from the couple of Waller ones down the bottom there, Syndicato and Fine Point, it, um, who both trolled very, very quietly coming back for their coming back fresh here for Waller. Uh, but again, a tricky race. What have you made of it? Yeah, I've gone for Dardron as well. Uh, I think it'll be super hard to beat. It was ultra impressive. And I don't think this is any more difficult. Um, I think it would be further improved and probably stamp its authority here. Very good. Uh, I suppose I've got to do a quaddy to wrap us up here. First leg. Uh, one on Tonte. Seven parry sound. Eight mighty Beal. Eleven no compromise. Twelve Marabis. Thirteen too much to bear. We're skinny up the... Uh, Second leg with one Animo, two Converge. That'll do us. Race nine. Heaven help us. Four Dealmaster, five Morrissey, six New Arrangement, nine Giannis, 11 Madoakapi, 12 Invinciano. And home with three Dajran, 10 Syndicato, and 13 Fine Point feeling especially unlike me maybe just throw the field into the second last leg but uh we'll move on and present a best in value i'm gonna actually make nasturdy in my best interest see what it can do in town uh, unlike me but let's find out uh and my value will be mystery doble in the midway around the 20s there i think it's a fair bet what have you done yeah my um my best bet of the day comes up in race six number 13 queen of the ball Mm-hmm. I think you'll be hard to beat. And my value comes up in race seven, number 11, no compromise. Very good. Uh, Sunshine Coast, I believe, on the weekend. Anything up north? Yeah, I had a few bets for us up north. I'm going to stick with my horse in race two, number five, Paladas. That won't be um, probably any great odds, but I've got to get some money back on it. Uh, so hoping it can win. Race four, number 10, Canadian Dancer. Uh, it'll be super hard to beat uh, after its last start win. And then in race seven, number five, Zuma, California. Very good. Good stuff, Beaver. Good stuff, punters. Good luck on the weekend. Enjoy some fantastic racing across well, across the country, really. And we'll see everyone next week for our midweek preview. Catch you soon. <laughs>